Welcome to the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast. I'm Matthew Neal Davis, an author, lawyer, and owner of one of the fastest growing law firms in the country, built on the idea of helping businesses make smart decisions. I'm going to teach you in this podcast how to protect, improve, and grow your business by dealing with your problems before they happen, because prevention is direction. Vamos, amigos. Well, good old Mr. Johnson. He's one of the people in the neighborhood. Let's go over and pay him a visit today, and maybe later today we'll go see King Friday and Lady Elaine. Okay, sorry for the Mr. Rogers reference, but you know, I just saw Tom Hanks doing that Mr. Rogers bit. But I'm really sorry, not sorry, because Stan Johnson is just one of the friendly people in the neighborhood. He's just one of the business owners in any town, America, you know, who Mr. Rogers goes and sees in his cardigan. And this is just how it all goes down. So welcome, kids, to the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Neal Davis, sitting here with my Australian squirrel hound, Ivy Jane, who got sent to the office with me because she was being a naughty girl. We're focused in on ineptitude because we want to learn how to spot and avoid problems arising from what we know how to do and are not doing. Again, it's no mistake that I picked an aging company for my example of ineptitude because it's companies just like this where it's so rife. People get set in their ways, forget or refuse to change or adapt. It's painful to watch. You've all felt it in shops where you just scratch your head and say, I can't believe they're doing this. Don't be that man or woman. Let's do something about it. And today we're going to talk about the C grades that I gave Stan Johnson in management and personnel. I want to be clear that all these grades are weighted for Stan's ambition. Not everybody has to be a high achieving entrepreneur, but every business is vulnerable. And what we're doing here is learning about how to deal with that. Starting with management. Stan knows he needs a successor. It's staring him in the face. It's slapping him in the face. He knows it and he refuses to deal with it. He just doesn't want to think about it. Maybe it's this mortality thing that we all deal with. You know, he encouraged his kids to go to college and build a better life. But the great irony here is that he really loves his shop and his customers. But this devotion is really keeping him from training somebody up to replace him. And it puts his business in this psychotic position of vulnerability just to the catastrophic event of him dying, of course. And it falls in the realm of ineptitude because he knows he really needs to do it. But he won't. And it hurts. Stan also knows he's the boss and he needs to shake things up at his other stores. But he just doesn't want to go to the trouble of messing with these other managers. You know, he's reluctant to go to the other locations. If you'll remember, he has these other two stores that he bought because it irritates him. They don't have the same feel of his hometown store. He sees the inefficiency, but he refuses to dive in on it. 
just because he doesn't want to upset the apple cart. Stan's reservations about providing this real business leadership are a classic form of ineptitude where this misplaced loyalty and refusal to make just real business decisions continue to make the business vulnerable to all sorts of problems. And the bottom line here is Stan has real latent problems that he just keeps sweeping under the rug. His attitude, guys, is all too common. I bet in thinking about him and listening to me about him, you all know a store business just like this. I know dozens because the law business is full of them. And I tossed out a C because it should change. It's not really going to kill his business, so to speak, like a F problem would. But man, it just hurts because it's just running along like average. It's like C students. They're just phoning it in, doing the basics of what it takes. And the sad thing, the really, really sad thing about a business like this is with a little attention to these vulnerabilities, a lot of new life could be breathed into this business and frankly into Stan's life as well. Imagine if he actively sought out a successor, whether it's his grandson or another person to mentor to take over the business. He could have a blast and be snapping his suspenders as he handed off this baby that's his business. I've got an uncle that did this with his motorcycle shop, Larry's Honda in Jefferson City, Missouri. And he trained up a manager and then they worked out a buyout. Larry had a great time, worked into his 80s. And guess what? He got a payout rather than leaving a problem for his heirs to deal with like Stan Johnson's looking at doing. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't look like Stan's headed this same direction. Maybe because he's not as cool. You know, my uncle was on the cover of the Motorcycle Dealers magazine. It's, I think, about 78 jumping his dirt bike. And compare that to Stan's shop. It's just sad and a waste because learning how to deal with these vulnerabilities, like my uncle did, can so strengthen the business and make it so much more vital and fun for everybody. In contrast to that, there's just the value of a business dying on the vine because of the refusal to deal with these obvious vulnerabilities. Moving to ineptitude in personnel, which was also a C, again average. The ineptitude on this pours over to how the employees act in business. In most things, it starts at the top, and that's true here, because the managers know they're adrift. On one hand, they kind of like their independence, but on the other hand, they're not inspired by their jobs. Johnson's not a place for a career, really. It doesn't encourage innovation and excellence. You know, at the original location, there's a, a real family feel, but the other stores, not so much. And Stan here is displaying ineptitude in his leadership and not really getting a team together. In fact, he never really built a team. He just took these new stores over without any experience in the leadership beyond the original location and then left them on autopilot. Again, they've got jobs and not careers. Now, fortunately, Stan's not in a highly regulated industry, so he doesn't have to worry a whole lot about his employees breaking a lot of rules and getting them in trouble. And also, luckily, he's in a fast-growing suburb, or rather suburbs, so 
or he could really be in trouble with this. And you know, in contrast, I was in a client shop just the other day where I saw what a difference dealing with issues like this can lead to. This shop was in a dying industry, something you would think of where your grandma would go shop. I mean, I was stunned when they told me what the revenue was, and even more stunned when I told me they were growing. Lord, and the employees in there were vital, engaged. They were having a blast. It was fun to be around as the company's new lawyer. They were just joking with me. And guess what? It's how they treated the customers too. And that's one of the main reasons that company was still going. That was real A-level leadership. Lack of ineptitude, right? And everyone felt it, including the owner's wallet. So for Stan, two C's. Average efforts at Johnson's Hardware. And it's hard to watch seeing a solid business dying on the vine just because no one will be honest and deal with the vulnerabilities staring them in the face. And I know it's blunt, but I call it stupid because ultimately I think sugarcoating it is the greater unkindness. Somebody's got to rattle the cage, dang it. I'll be back next week with more on Johnson's Hardware as we get into the production, plant, and heck, maybe even the metrics, or more likely, the lack thereof. Check us out over at artofpreventingstupid.com, my law firm's davisbusinesslaw.com. Your trusty barrister, M.N. Davis, signing out for now.